Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast, a special, super quick, super spur of the moment edition. Uh, I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor at Light Reading. And uh, today, AT&T reported earnings. It lost video and broadband subscribers, but made its revenue and profit forecasts. Uh, The losses, though, are uh, strangely more interesting to dig into. So let's look at what's going on. And uh, joining me on the podcast is Alan Bresnik, uh, cable cable and video practice leader, at Light Reading. Uh, Alan, welcome. Thanks. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. It's a great title, but uh, um, it's very hard to say. And uh, I'm, it's so uh, far in the afternoon that uh, I'm, I might be too tired to say it again. I trip up it all the time myself. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, uh, for making some time. So you are uh, all over the uh, the non-5G uh, part of AT&T today, covering the video and the broadband side. Um, so let's First, talk about the broadband subscriber thing. It's interesting that in a time when um, everyone seems to be connected all the time and can't get enough broadband, that a, a big company like that would lose broadband subscribers in a quarter. Um, how bad were the losses, and what do you think is uh, is is driving is the driving force behind that? Well, the overall loss net loss wasn't so bad. They, they lost thirty four thousand subscribers, but they. The reasons for the loss are, are bad because they actually added 318,000 subscribers on their all fiber network, but they lost the same amount of subscribers on their fiber to the node or fiber to the curb network. And they also lost DSL subscribers as they've been losing for years. So overall, they ended up losing subscribers, even though they put more subscribers on their all fiber network. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, they're making fiber a priority, but obviously the, uh, you know, with AT&T, they're, they're always seem, they always seem to be selling against themselves. So they're trying to get people off the UVerse platform. And I guess people are leaving it, uh, pretty fast. Right. And, but the, the funny thing is that the UVerse platform was the thing they were trying to get everybody onto as recently as just a couple of years ago. And now they, it's years again, and now they're trying to get everybody onto the fiber network and they're. They don't care about the UVerse network or the DSL network. <laughs> it's weird how that worked because they were they were all about UVerse. They were rebranding things as UVerse. They were trying to talk you into UVerse even if you didn't want it uh, a while ago. And now, if you call in and try to, um, uh, if you call call in and try to subscribe to any other video service uh, in the UVerse area. The, they will they will immediately steer you to Directv or some other uh, video plan. So they're they're really down on UVerse all over the place. Right. Yeah. And this this is and this is, seems to be typical of their strategy. I mean, they're doing it even more on the video side. When, if you want to talk about video. Um, yeah, and let's talk about the video side because they also lost uh, video subscribers, and it, it's interesting again because you know all the other indications in the world are that. Uh, you know, having, uh, there's, there's so much content out there now. There's so many interesting shows being produced, um, you know, having, and, and AT&T has been uh, pushing, you know, a, a combined video product for so long and they were, you know, thinking they were going to take over the world with direct TV. Uh, what's, what's going on there? Well, this, this quarter, they lost nearly a million subscribers, uh, between DirecTV and DirecTV Now and UVerse, and most of those were DirecTV. And the the funny thing is, like you mentioned, is like this two or three years ago when they bought DirecTV, they said DirecTV is the future. And then 
a couple of years later, uh, when they started DirecTV Now, they said DirecTV Now is the future. And now DirecTV Now is the losing subscribers by the hundreds of thousands each quarter. So now mm-hmm. we have a new service that they're going to launch uh, later this year called AT&T TV, which is the new, new, new future. For <laughs> Something else will be the future this time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what's, yeah, that's the thing too, is that this is, so this is going to be their new kind of over the top uh, uh, video service that, that leans more on uh, their assets that they acquired with Warner brothers or right. time Warner. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be another streaming video service, but it's rather than just being a streaming video version of their TV, it's going to be a streaming video service that they're putting together with with other networks, and it's going to be a lower co- lower cost and um, a lot less expensive for them to run. They say so they'll be able to make some margins on this one, which they haven't been doing directly now. 